0: This essay is called, It is Grace That Will Lead Us Home. We all need something bigger than us to call us to our highest places. This is the trick to the game of the higher self. It doesn't run on the kind of motivation sized to benefit a tiny individuated being. With self-motivated fuel, you might find yourself feeling better from time to time, but you won't transform. You won't move the needle in a way that sets you up for quantum leaps. You have to allow yourself to reach for something beyond you if you want the fire that turns brass to gold. There are any number of things that can call us beyond ourselves. Our children, our partners, our work, our passions, trees, plants, the ocean, the earth itself. For me, my practice is one of those things that calls me into a higher version of myself. But sometimes I'm not ready to leave this version and move to another one. This is the rub with the things that call us beyond ourselves. Sometimes they move much too slowly and sometimes far too fast. They ask us to sharpen our ability to move at the pace of life, because as it evolves, we have to. This is a very uncomfortable and yet kind of a magical thing. It doesn't even have to be uncomfortable if we're sat back far enough, letting it unfold on its own and not getting in its way. The trouble is, it can be really hard not to get in its way sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes all I want to do is get all in its way and speed it up or slow it down or raise it to the ground. Sometimes this urge blankets me so heavily that it suffocates my heart and I start to think, wait, what is all this for? Does it even matter? Does anything matter? I start to sink under that weight when the work props me up. Something else kicks in and I can rest on the strength of my practice. That is why we practice. We practice so that practice is our habit. Practice will not stop us from getting sucked into scary thoughts. That is not why we practice. We practice because over time, when practice is the main habit, it eventually kicks in on its own. It starts to show up for us. That is the benefit of a strong practice and the motivation to keep practicing. Once I become aware, I know those thoughts are signs that my attention is pointed in the wrong direction. I know they do not come from a trustworthy place. Those thoughts are nothing but trouble, and I have had enough of that. I find the present moment, and I drag as much of my attention there as I can muster. Often, when I'm resisting evolution, it's because I'm scared. In the part of the iceberg below the surface, there is an idea that sounds like I don't know how I got this far, so I definitely don't know how to get any further. It feels like a fluke, and how do you maintain a fluke? You don't. Every con artist eventually gets found out. Suddenly I'm twisted and turned around. All I have to hold on to is fear and doubt. There is pressure and I feel sick. I didn't sign up for this and I want off this ride. In the blink of an eye, I have become a fraud who will definitely fail spectacularly when everyone finds out that I am faking it. I will be severely punished and I will deserve it. But then, in the middle of this nightmare, I remember the truth. I remember the truth because I have trained myself to be able to hear it and listen. I do know how I got this far. I got this far by challenging my own conditioning and teaching myself unconditional love. I am a work in process, but I got this far by unlearning and undoing the bullshit I was mistakenly handed by people who didn't know any better and who created a world that on its surface perpetuates that bullshit. I am teaching myself to look deeper and to see through that bullshit in myself and others, and in sharing have found people craving that too. I got this far by coming outside of myself and learning how to collaborate with the rhythm of life. There isn't a formula you can follow. It's about tuning in, Responding to what's here and cultivating a healthy, loving relationship with oneself and with reality. That is what I forget when I get scared and small. I don't have to do anything actually except relax and listen. I co create the future, it's not a solo mission. It's hard to remember that all the time out here in this world, in this terrified world that screams for structure and formulas and reliability and predictability. In this world that tries its best to force us into boxes that are too tight and threatens us with violence if we don't contort ourselves to fit. In this world that reflects back at us all the reasons we should crunch up, shut down, wall off, and be dogs who eat dogs. So we must find ways to remember. It is crucial to find ways to remember. I call Open Water Swimming Church. It's one of the places I can reliably sense God, I don't know if it's the vastness of the ocean or the temperature of the water or the quality of the folks who take to the sea, but it grounds me. In fact, it quells some part of me that doesn't seem to get soothed by much else. When I'm swimming, I usually start out with the group, but I end up trailing behind them because I'm not really interested in exercise. I'm interested in communing with God. I like to sing Amazing Grace while I'm paddling around. I start off singing the whole song, but generally by the end of the swim, I find myself drawn to just one part of it, and I wind up chanting that one part over and over. Lately, it's been the part that goes, it is grace that got me safely thus far, and it is grace that will lead me home. In the 70s song, that's how I got to Memphis. It isn't really about Memphis. Memphis is a metaphor for here, wherever you are right now. That's how I got here. In the same vein, grace is whatever reminds you that you are not doing this alone. Call it whatever you like. If it helps you remember, it's grace. There are forces beyond our comprehension that are colliding and creating constantly, and we are one of those forces. We are just one, but we are one nonetheless. We are part of that. There is a greater rhythm to life that we miss completely because we can't experience it from a teeny tiny self. And we don't know how to practice letting that self expand beyond its borders. When we don't understand how to practice, it's because we have never been held By that web of life. In fact, some of us may not have a conscious memory of being truly held by anything at all. So of course, it makes sense that we think we are the only ones who can hold us. We think we are drawing a logical conclusion that consequently, if we let go, we will fall and we will die. Because we don't understand that there is a built-in safety net. There is a web that will catch us. And that is where the real magic lives. It is that which will hold us, transform us, and expand us with the only effort on our part in the willingness to collaborate, in the willingness to listen. It is that which got me here, and exactly that which will get me the rest of the way. It is grace that will lead me onward. It is grace that will lead me home.